ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with a right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person. And from that person created his mate and from them to scattered countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you oh you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins And whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger let him achieve or he has achieved the tremendous achievement as to what follows certainly 
The most truthful speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters. And every newly invented matter is innovation. And every innovation is going astray. And every going astray is in the hellfire. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أفضل الصيام بعد رمضان شهر الله المحرم وأفضل الصلاة بعد الفريضة صلاة الليل رواه مسلم Abu Huraira radiallahu an, he mentioned that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stated that the best fast after fasting the month of Ramadan is fasting the month of Allah al-Muharram. And the best prayer after praying the obligatory prayer is the night prayer. This narration is collected in the Sahih of Imam Muslim. We have in this narration the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam establishing the virtues of the recommended fast and the virtues of the recommended prayers. For fasting and praying, these are from the acts of worship in which the individual, he gains control over the evils that are within himself. And he learns self-discipline through fasting and through prayer. Through one's fast and through one's prayer, the person attains the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah azza wa jal, He is with those who pray, He is with those who fast, as fasting is from patience, and Allah is with those who are patient. Through fasting and through prayer, a person is following the way of the prophets and the messengers. For the prophets and the messengers, they were keen to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through prayer and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through fasting. So here we have the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informing us that the best fast after the obligatory fast Fasting in Ramadan is fasting in the month of Allah al-Muharram. And we are in this month, the month of al-Muharram. And it is recommended for us to fast many days of this month. For fasting in this month is the best of fast after fasting in Ramadan. And this month indeed is a blessed month. From the best of the months, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam described it as being Shahrullah, the month of Allah.
And this month is connected to the name Allah as a means of showing its magnificence and its virtue. The month of Allah al-Muharram. And what do we have during this month? Yawm Ashura. The day of Ashura, which is the 10th of Muharram. An Abi Qatada radiyallahu an Qala Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Siyam yawmi Ashura Ahtasibu ala Allahi An yukaffira as-sana Al-lati qablaha Rawahu Muslim the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Fasting on the day of Ashura, I seek the reward from Allah that Allah will expiate the sins of the year that is before the day of Ashura. Fasting on the 10th of Ashura is a great virtue. For the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he used to fast the day of Ashura when he was in Mecca. And then when he came to Medina, he found the people of the book fasting on the day of Ashura. And he asked them, مَا هَذَا What is this that you are doing? And they said, يَوْمٌ صَالِحٌ This is a good day. يَوْمْ نَجَّ اللَّهُ بَانِ إِسْرَائِيلِ مِنْ عَدُوِهِمْ فَصَّامَهُ مُوسَى فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَنَا أَحَقُّ بِمُوسَى مِنْكُمْ فَصَّامَهُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَأَمَرَ بِسْيَامِهِ When the people of the book informed the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam that this is a good day, a noble day, a righteous day. This is the day that Allah, He saved Bani Israel from their enemy, meaning from Fir'aun. The day of Ashura is the day that Allah, He drowned Fir'aun and his army who were seeking to apprehend Musa alayhi salam and Bani Israel, and to persecute them and to oppress them. Allah Azza wa Jal, He saved them from the tyrannical leader, Fir'aun. So as a result of them being saved, Musa alayhi salam, He fasted on this day, showing His gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So fasting is one of the ways that we show our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the Prophet Musa alayhi salam he did. And in another narration it is mentioned that the day of Ashura is the day that the ark of Noah mounted or rested upon the mountain of Judi. And Nuh alayhi salam, he fasted on this day, shukran lillahi azza wa jal. 
He fasted on this day as a means of showing gratitude to Allah. So what do we learn from this? That fasting is one of the ways that we show our gratitude. Fasting is one of the ways that we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings, the safety and the security, being protected from our enemies and other than that. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, I have more rights to Musa than you. Why is that? Because the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was upon the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just as Musa alayhi salam was upon the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for the people of the book, then the majority of them, if not all of them, they deviated away from the ways of the prophets and the messengers. So although they practice some remnants of the truth, in most cases they deviated and they opposed those prophets and messengers. So the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, أَنَا أَحَقُّ بِمُوسَى minkum. I have more rights to Musa than you. Meaning I more so am a follower of Musa, and I more so have a connection to Musa than you all. This is Islam. We are the ones who have the connection to all of the prophets and the messengers. Because the prophets and the messengers... They were upon Islam. And what is Islam? Al-istislamu lillahi bit-tawheed, wa-nqiyadu lahu bit-ta'a, wal-bara'atu min al-shirki wa-ahli. Islam is submitting to Allah with monotheism. Adherence to Allah with the acts of obedience. Islam is disassociation from polytheism and the people of polytheism. All of the prophets and the messengers were upon Islam. And likewise, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and following the previous prophets and messengers, he was upon Islam. So he sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as well as his ummah, we have more rights to the prophets and the messengers. We have more right to claim to be connected to the prophets and the messengers than those from the people of the book who claim to follow the prophets and the messengers. So the Prophet wasallam he fasted on the day of Ashura and he commanded the Muslims to fast on the day of Ashura. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een amma ba'd When Allah Azza wa Jal obligated fasting in the month of Ramadan Fasting on the day of Ashura became recommended. And fasting in Ramadan is the obligatory fast. 
However, with fasting on the day of Ashura being recommended, it is a recommendation that is stressed and emphasis is placed upon this recommendation. As we heard the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, that he seeks from Allah the reward that Allah expiates the sins of the year that is before the day of Ashura. Also we find the Prophet ﷺ mentioning that if he was to live to the next year that he would fast, the ninth of Muharram as well as the tenth of Muharram. So those who are going to embark upon this recommended fast, then let him add to the day of Ashura the ninth of, the ninth of Muharram. And this way we oppose the people of the book. So we fast on the ninth and then we fast the tenth. And this is what the Prophet ﷺ had the intentions to do. However, he did not reach the next year as Allah returned him back to him. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, he taught us what is to be done on the day of Ashura. So what is the view of the Muslim? the correct Islamic view of the Muslim. When it comes to those who punish themselves on the day of Ashura, taking it as a day of sadness and grief, cutting their bodies with razors, cutting the heads of children with razors, beating themselves with chains and the likes. What is the Islamic view? This is from that which Allah Azawajal has not sent down any authority for. Where do we find that the Prophet ﷺ did this act or recommended or commanded with this act? If it was something that's going to be from the religion, then the Prophet ﷺ conveyed the religion to us. And if a people are sad and have grief over sins that have been committed, then this is not the way to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tawbah is legislated, not cutting and beating your body with chains and razors and the likes, saying that you're punishing yourselves for the crimes and the acts that have been committed by your forefathers. These are from the affairs of innovation in the religion. And then you have another group who opposes this group, so they make up narrations regarding the virtues of the day of Ashura to combat the action of beating oneself and punishing oneself. However, those narrations are fabricated. So both groups, they fall into affairs of innovation and both groups are astray. The mannerisms of observing the day of Ashura is based upon what the Prophet ﷺ taught us, as well as all of the affairs in the religion. Every matter that we worship Allah with, it has to be based upon 
قال الله وقال الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم We do not have the liberty to make up worship in this religion. The religion is perfect, the religion is complete. It is not allowed for any Muslim to make up a belief system from his own self. To make up practices from his own self. To make up religious statements from his own self. Or to say, this is what the Shaykh, he taught me. But we do not find this in the book of Allah. We do not find this in the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nor do we find the sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een doing this. It is very important, barakallahu feekum, that we be aware of the newly invented matters in the religion. And we hear this every week. وَشَرُّ الْعُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ دُلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ دُلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. Not cars, airplanes, watches, microphone systems, clocks, and the other things that we have in this day and time of technology. The Prophet wasallam is not speaking about that. And those who try to use that argument, so what? We have to ride upon camels? We can't drive a car? This is ignorance and stupidity. Because the Prophet ﷺ is not speaking about newly invented matters when it comes to the worldly affairs. When it comes to the technology and the advancements that we have in this day and time that was not present in the days of old. The Prophet is not speaking about those affairs. That's from the virtue of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the people. That we have the technology that we have today. That's Allah, He gave the people that knowledge. But when it comes to the religion, the religion is perfect and the religion is complete. You cannot add to something that Allah Azawajal has perfected. You cannot take away from something that Allah Azawajal has perfected. So when the Prophet said, the worst of the affairs are the newly invented matters, he is speaking about the newly invented matters in the religion. Because when you add something to Islam, then you're basically saying that Allah has lied when He said that today I have completed for you your religion and perfected my favor upon you. You're going to bring something new to what Allah has completed and perfected, so what? Allah has lied? Islam is not perfect, Islam is not complete, so now we as Muslims are in need of someone to bring us something new in the religion. This is blasphemy. This is blasphemy, this is a statement of evil, a position of evil. So the religion is based upon what Prophet Muhammad wasallam taught us. And whatever the Prophet ﷺ did not teach us in the religion, and something is considered to be from the affairs of the religion, know that it is from the shaitan, and not from Allah and His Messenger. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفُرُ اللَّهِ وَلَكُمْ وَسُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَّ بِحَمْدِكَ أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَا إِلَا أَنْتَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَعَطُوبِ إِلَيْكَ أَقِيمِ ال